Let's talk about good sex. <laughs> you know what that is for me? That's when my guy comes at the same time I do. That's the top of the mountain for me. But it rarely happens, and that's because there is an orgasm gap. Women take a little bit longer to come than guys, but that's okay because there is a solution, and that's Promescence Delay Spray. Their delay spray is clinically proven to make you last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out and it doesn't transfer to your partner. And for your partner, I love their warming gel. They have a whole line of women's products. They also sell lube and condoms. They have everything you need for a really hot night of SEX. Not only do I recommend them, 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon to get all your Promescent products. They have free shipping. They have a 60 day money back guarantee and your package is of course going to arrive discreetly. So no one's going to know what you bought. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon, or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't... Follow me out on Instagram or Twitter. Follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. I promise you every voice that you hear on my show is so different than the person's actual voice. I just change it. So you do remain anonymous. Uh, you make up a name. You can email me from a phony email. You could call me from a blocked number. I just want to hear your true story. If you have an interesting, naughty, true secret life that you live that you want to talk about, while remaining anonymous, you could be on my show. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. I also have an anonymous confessions line that you could go on and just anonymously confess anything that you want. I change the voices there too. Those are all aired on my Patreon. Uh, the number is 347-420-3579, 347 420 3579. Now, if you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show, follow whatever it's called. And if you can, give me a five star uh, review. I got a lot of new five star reviews recently. I don't ask for it too much because I just don't like to beg for shit. But like so many people wrote such really nice reviews. And I really want to thank them. BT Berlin 71, Sando 85, N Star 1959. Hector is my last name, MD Couple, Taylor 10895. I mean, I got 
all these great, really nice reviews from people, that kind of stuff. I fucking love because it really does help my show. I have YouTube as a platform for my show and my Patreon because I love having interactions about my show with my listeners. So I always love, you know, hearing from them. So when you post a review, I read it and I love it. So thank you to all those people who wrote me a review. If you love my show, go do that too. Um, But today I have on Sheila. Now listen, Sheila is... A hot wife. And it's interesting because I got her guy, Jay's story, a while back. It's episode 520. Now, if you've been a listener for my show, you'll probably remember him. He was interesting and unique in that this was a guy, Jay, used to be a bull, like a professional bull. He was a bull to many couples. And then he transitioned into being in his own relationship with his girl, Sheila. And being the stag, okay? He's not a cock. He doesn't like that word. He's a stag, and she's a hot wife. She's a total hot wife. He loves nothing more than to get bulls, to bang his wife, and she's down for it. Now, you get his whole backstory on his episode when he called in, and that's 520, and you'll want to hear his backstory because he was doing a lot of stuff uh, like, you know, stag, vixen, hot wife, bullshit before her. <laughs> um, but she wasn't, you know, she, this all started when she met him. And that's what we, that's the story we get on this episode, you know. Sheila uh, met Jay. Uh, she talks about how he brought it up, what he was into. He told her his whole backstory, and she was down. She explained why she was down with it. Um, and, you know, right from the get-go, they decided to set up the uh, hot wife situation. Stag. He's a stag. The hot wife stag situation. Uh, she always picks the bulls. She's very specific about what she likes and what she's into. And because she's very specific, they have turned down a lot of bulls. She wants her bull to be very complimentary, to take his time, her sessions that she has with her bull. She likes to drag it out. She loves the foreplay. Well, he loves the foreplay before of setting it all up and the build up. And then she has her session. They videotape it. And then afterwards, she's very into the reclaiming sex. She talks about their first time they did it. It happened in Vegas. This time what happened in Vegas didn't stay in Vegas. She's going to tell you exactly what happened when they met their first bull in Vegas and what went down. Like I said, they started videotaping from the get-go. Eventually over time, because she's younger, she's only in her 30s and her friends are super young and they all have OnlyFans nowadays. So she, at one point she found that all her friends had OnlyFans and she's like, we have all this content. Why don't we start that too? So they wound up starting to put all of their videos of her with their bull on an OnlyFans. She does have an OnlyFans. It's at Sheila Exposure. It's at Sheila Exposure. I will put links to all of her stuff in the description so you'll get all of that information. Um, she definitely has an anal kink. Okay. She gets into that. She's also a white girl who loves black guys. BBC is her thing. She's only ever dated black guys. Her bulls are all black guys. Um, she talks about her anal kink. Her guy is a little by friendly and kind of open. And she talks about the stuff that he will do and what he won't do and what her 
fantasies are that she would like to do in the future. One thing Sheila doesn't do is share her guy, okay? She goes and gets to be with these other guys. Her guy loves nothing more than that to happen, but she is not down to see him with other girls. And she even at one point requested or watched a video of him with someone else just to see how she'd feel, and she talks about that and how she did feel when she saw it. But she's not down for that. We do get into that because I know a lot of people go mental about that, but she explains... That's the way they have it set up. They recently started to do a little solo play. She went on her first solo date with a guy and she talks about why she really enjoyed that and why it really worked for her. And then she talks about how they've been to swingers resorts and what they've done. And there's just so much in this episode. It is super interesting to hear her side of things because like I said, she had never done any of this before she met Jay. He had a whole backstory and it's fascinating. Go listen to it, 520. Uh, but on this episode, you're going to get her whole backstory from her perspective. And it's super interesting because it's very different than his perspective of things. Um, so anyway, she sent me in uh, pics. I have them over on my Patreon. On my Patreon now I have a Discord where people put like more hardcore stuff. She's going to do that over there. If you join my Patreon, you have access to all of that. Patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Link is in the description. I'm going to be right back on with Sheila. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Sheila. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Listen, I'm excited to have you on the phone because I've already had your husband on. He came on a while ago. His name is Jay. Uh, okay. He was he had a lot of backstory of stuff that he had done before you, right? People really need to go listen to his episode because it was pretty unique. He's like, it's number 560. Jay was a BBC bull and now he's a BBC stag, okay? And that is the story. <laughs> he was doing a lot of stuff before he met you. Uh, and he was like the bull and now you're a hot wife and he's the stag, correct? Yes. Yes. I love that he has changed over. It's a quite a story that he tells. I listened to his podcast too and I loved it. I still listen, love listening to him. He interviews so well. Yeah, he's great. And then, you know, he was like, listen, we've done some new stuff and we'd love to come back on. I'm like, I want your girl on. I want to hear the whole story from your perspective, even from the start, because you, unlike Jay, didn't do any of this kind of stuff before him. He was the one that kind of turned you on to this. You were kind of vanilla. I mean, he said you had lots of friends and stuff that were pretty open and you were an open-minded person, but you had never been a hot wife or anything like that prior to him, correct? Yeah, no, I feel like my one relationship, it went really terrible. Like he really wanted it and I wanted it for him. And every time that he got close to a woman, I was just like so turned off and my skin crawled. And I was like, don't touch my man. Like <laughs> I can't share yeah. um, at all. Um, and like he said, yeah, I have lots of friends that are in open relationships. I have one of my closest friends that actually, um, when we became friends, she was very cautious and shared it with me. And she's like, you know, my husband likes to share me and I'm a hot wife. And it was like the first time I ever heard about it. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds really cool. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So it wasn't like you were like kind of oh, into it when you heard about it. Yeah. I mean, it's a one way share. It seems very selfish in a way where I'm like, so I don't have to share you, right? Like, this is not going to be like, come back to me one day and be like, well, I shared you. Now you have to share me. And he's like, no, I don't want that at all. You know, I've done that. I've been there. 
and I know this is what I want. And this was um, something that he hadn't done with anybody else. He had kind of tried to dabble with it with his last girlfriend, and it didn't really pan out the way that he envisioned it. And so this time it was really just about, like, figuring out how do we make his kink come true since he had been thinking about it for so many years. And um, I was like, as long as I don't have to share you, I'm good. Let's figure it out. I know. And that's what's always interesting about these types of scenarios. And I've I've heard about them for a long time. But over on YouTube, you're going to get a lot of comments where people are going to be like, that's so fucked up. She just wants to fuck other guys and he's not allowed to be with other women. But you know what? Your guy, what was so interesting about him, he did do that all the time. Like he has sort of had his cake and eat it too in every way possible. So by the time he met you, the way you guys have it set up is like perfectly fine and enough for him because he was like, like I said, the bull in a previous relationship. He had been with couples and done so much that he doesn't give a shit that he doesn't get to be with women, other women besides you. Yeah. It's never been like him asking or saying it. I mean, I've sometimes thought like, are you sure? Like you don't want to like, are you sure you don't like it? He's like, no, absolutely not. And um, it's really, you know, the, the tricky part is, is that I, I've had the best sex of my life with him out of all of my partners, out of everybody that we've played with. Like, he's probably the only one that I would want to play with consistently. Mm-hmm. But we play with other people to bring in this extra, like, t- energy, I would say. You know, like, the the week that it builds up. You know, I love having, like, a long build up. Like, sometimes we surprise, like, oh, let's do it tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't really like that as much. So we played around with, like how do we get the biggest bang for our buck? Because for him, it's about thinking about it, psychological torture in a way. You know, he gets to masturbate at home and, you know, have fun with that and really think about it and play it up. And uh, that build up for me, he gives me extra attention that week. I can tell he's horny. I mean, I think that in general makes it worth it not even the actual act of having sex I think the act of having sex reminds me a lot of like having sex with like a one-night stand you know you go home with somebody from the bar and you're like oh that was okay yeah yeah. Um, that's interesting (laughs) but listen it's not the first time I've heard that most couples talk about I I used to always hear oh the reclaiming sex afterwards is really good recently somebody brought up like no the beforehand thinking about it setting it up imagining it before it happens that foreplay is actually even better they were saying than the reclaiming process afterwards but so it's really all of that other stuff as opposed to the actual act yeah because we've done it a few different ways and I personally find it hard to have really good sex with somebody that I can't be a hundred percent comfortable with Mm -hmm. and um you know we've only probably played with like three partners and probably missing one somewhere um maybe four and the most recent one was we played with almost for like the last year and so we played maybe six times um and the funny part is is that I met him while I was pregnant and a lot of people think that's incredibly taboo and a lot of people are like I can't believe you're doing that and we did get a little bit of judgment uh-huh. and we started our OnlyFans while I was pregnant and uh I found that like from a friend that I had met who does OnlyFans. She did it while she was pregnant. And she was like, it was the best thing I did while I was pregnant because it motivated it. It kept me sexy. I wanted to take photos, like posting them online and getting all that attention. It just like kept me 
feeling very sexy no matter how big I got. And so I absolutely kept that up and I loved it. And I actually love taking pictures of myself being pregnant more than I do postpartum. And I think that's normal probably. Um, um, But what I was saying is that like sex has always been very difficult because I have to have that like connection 100% comfortable in order to like have an orgasm. And so a lot of these guys are like, no, I want you to come with me. Like I've been with this guy six times. He's like, I'm going to make you come this time I'm like okay let's try it and so you know it's tough for me to get completely out of my head with somebody so this last time we played Jay um he's like I don't even want to be there we've done one other play session where he didn't come and then he joined us later but this time he's like I'm not coming at all I just want you to go and play. And it was like the first time that I felt like very different energy, very being very comfortable. We didn't really record as much because we record a lot of our stuff for OnlyFans. And I just got to like be in my own head and play with my own kinks. And like I got incredibly close, incredibly frustrated that I couldn't. Um, But it was like such a more enjoyable um, moment for me because I feel like I'm not having I like to perform. I like to be on camera. I like to enjoy that. It's fun for me, but it's not fun in the way that I'm like, I'm going to orgasm on camera. You know, I'm not a porn star. And so that just doesn't come naturally for me. So that was the first time and that's recently that you played solo? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like two weeks ago. Oh, okay, cool. So, But let's go back to the beginning because you were someone that never had an open relationship and never played with others or anything. Like, do you remember when Jay put it out there to you? I felt like I remember him saying that he was very upfront because he wanted to yeah. be, correct? Yes. I want to say within the first two, three weeks of dating, he mentioned it. And um, I was all on board because my friend had mentioned it before. And I was like, this seems like the best kind of place to be um, being in the lifestyle. I don't have to think about sharing. There's very, there's no jealousy. We really just, and I get to pick the guy, you know, I think that's the biggest thing that sometimes couples run into when you're trying to find another couple. It's like, well, I like the guy, but you don't like the girl. It's like, we seek out only male, um, blackmail bulls. And that's, yeah, that's all I've ever played with. That's all I've ever really dated. And um, yeah, I had a hard time switching over to dating white guys. I just, for some reason, don't find them as attractive for some reason. So I'm I strongly remember, attracted. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that from your guy's uh, episode. She, he was like, you know, he couldn't believe that you were you were with him because she, he was like, she comes from, she's so white and she comes from such a white family and all her yearbook is full of white people. And I was like, <laughs> how the fuck are you only with black guys? But he said that you had worked at a subway shop or something. Like, I don't know how I remember this. Yep. But, and there was all these like black guys giving you attention and that's when you you know you started to be attracted to them and I'm assuming that you, that's all you've ever dated you know I've I feel like I can't memorably I think there was one white guy and honestly he acted more black than white <laughs> um, so thing, right? <laughs> you know and then I've dated uh, a mixed race he looks more white than black but acts more black than white uh-huh. uh, and so I feel like yeah I can't 
I've definitely never had a long-term relationship with anybody. I may have like, you know, hung out for a week or two, but I can't really remember it. It's never blossomed any, into anything big. So I'm strongly attracted to black people in general. Right. I just find them way more attractive. I feel like um, even if they're not like a 10 out of 10, I'm still like way more attracted to a 6 out of 10 uh-huh. um, versus a white guy. They have to be like a 10 out of 10. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's good looking. That's so funny. So like way higher standards. If like you're white, you got to be a fucking 10 for you to be looking yep. at him. <laughs> That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But so so you meet him, right? Are you guys married, by the way? I forget. You have a baby, but are you, are you married or not? We are not married, but we do um, say that we're married most right, of like, the time to everybody when we play and, you know, we keep my husband in, in that kind of realm because we treat it like that. Okay, so now he drops it on you very early on. Like, listen, like, what did he say? Like, listen, I'm into sharing my girls. Uh, you know, what was his, like, terminology? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I think it was really hard for him to share this with anybody. Yeah. Um, it's it still brings up a lot of like shame uh-huh. um even to talk about it when we're gonna go play or something I'm like why haven't you talked to me about this and he's like I just feel uncomfortable so I think it was very difficult for him to bring this up and even to say it but he's like I gotta get started from the get-go um because I'm not gonna he he knew it was like such a strong kink he's like I can't have a relationship without this right like I have to um, and so, yeah, once he told me, I don't really remember his specific terminology, but he's like, hey, I've, you know, how do you feel about sleeping with another guy? And I was like, what are you sh- like, why would we do that? And then when he unfolded, like, his history and, you know, how he transitioned into from watching and being the bull and then yeah. watching these guys. And he's like, why do they like this so much? You know, like, he really was like psychologically like watching them like they're so turned on and to have that flip and to never really be able to fully like get into his kink. I mean, it's the only thing that I think he thinks about when he masturbates It's so strong. Even like when we're having sex, if I get right into that kink with him and start talking like dirty talking, it's like, you know, it's level 10. (laughs) We're going from enjoyable to like, Oh my word. He just laid up my life, you know? And you find it a turn on too, correct? I mean, you enjoy uh, thinking about it as well. You know, I think that I really enjoy turning him on. Yeah. I, when he is into it and he is like moaning and he is like, you know, so turned on. Yeah. That is really what turns me on. It doesn't matter what's turning him on yeah, yeah. or how it's turning him on. It's just that I'm like, I can push your button and then it's super easy to push it. Yeah. Um, and so I enjoy that part of it when I can speak those that language to him and know that he is going to give me everything that I want back. Like I can't orgasm without like some kind of audible noise like I love to have doggy style but if I can't see his face and I, I'm like get into my head and I'm like I don't he's so quiet like is he enjoying this I'm like you have to moan like I have oh my to god that's hilarious it. yeah it gotta make yeah. sense yeah <laughs> yeah and so I think that because I know that makes him do it it's like it, that's the turn on for me Right. Now, walk me through that first time, though. So he puts it out there that he's into that. You decide, okay, I am too. When do you wind up having that first experience and what exactly went down? 
Yeah, so we planned it out in Vegas. Um, you know, we were on Cassidy, and he kind of put feelers out there on Cassidy, and he would always be on there looking for different bowls, and he'd bring them, sending me pictures, you know, screenshotting me in the middle of the day and be like, hey, what do you think of this guy? Like, is he attractive? Um, and I would either say yes or no, and then, we, you know, he did most of the talking um, with the bull and just kind of like asking questions. And because he was a bull before he had, he learned through this process that he's a very unique bull, you know, he would look for them to ask questions like, Hey, what pleases her? Yeah. You know, how can I get her there? And, and I would say like 80% of them never asked us one question. Like, uh jay was teasing the other day he's like i feel like i should create a class for bulls like teach them because he (laughs) told me i remember the thing of why he stood out and he was very popular as a bull was because he gave the girl the gfe the girlfriend Mm -hmm. experience he really knew how to make that woman feel really good about herself right that was like his whole thing Mm -hmm. yeah it's true because we've gone through so many And we have let a lot of them go because it was really hard to find a connection. And I'm like, I really need that connection. I need you to make, you know, I send you a picture and you like heart it. I'm like, say I look sexy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'm in lingerie. My ass is out. Like, if you're not interested, then just tell me. But like, I'm a hot wife, hot wife. Like, I'm not just like a, I'm the guy that we play with consistently. I don't know if he was just like blowing smoke, but he's like, yeah, like, I don't think I've ever been with a hot wife like you. Like, I mean, like, you're, I would fuck you all day. Right, right. Like, you're the hot (laughs) wife, hot wife. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, I don't get it. Why is it so hard for these bulls to like show some attention, to like act like they're interested? You know, I'm asking you a bunch of questions about what your kink is and what you like and how I can please you. And somehow it's not, reciprocated yeah it gets kind of frustrating on our side of things so we've like gone through a lot of like interested bulls um that we've just like let fall flat or I actually went on a date with um a guy that's local and the date was so just like vanilla and then you know we had good conversation but he never like complimented me or anything and then after the date he just never texts me and I'm like I don't get it like we can have sex like, I'm saying that, like, there's no strings attached, and you're just like, eh, okay. Like, all you got to <laughs> do is give me three compliments and two texts, and you're you're good to go, and they can't even do that. You know, you're offering, like, like you said, no strings attached sex, but you do want a little bit of what you need as a woman, which is women love compliments, they need a little attention, they want to know that they look good. That's just going to make you feel more confident and more, you know, uh, relaxed, right? Yeah, and that you're into this, right? Yeah. You're not just showing up to do a service. Like, that's why we typically look for styles. I'm like, are you a sensual lover? You know, that's what I need. I don't want to just be fucked hard. You know, that's not going to do it for me. And so if that's what you prefer to do, then maybe we're not the right fit. Because not everybody likes the same things, you know? And a lot of times, you know, Jay would show up and they would want that. They would want just to be fucked hard. And he's like... I mean, I can do that, but that's not exactly what I like to do. And that's not the style that we are. We're very sensual lovers, you know, long foreplay, get everybody ready. And then it's very slow. And I mean, that's the enjoyable part of sex for me. So the hard wham, bam, thank you, bam, like might be like 10% of it, which is like at the end for you or something like that, if they wanted that. So, um, 
but our first um, session was in uh, Vegas and uh, it was um, so much energy. It's like New Year's, right? We get there early and we set this up for like a Thursday and he, he had been communicating with me very, very well. He was complimenting me. He was super sexy in his pictures and we met at this bar in the hotel and I remember him like walking over and me like seeing him and he's like exactly my my style he's very muscular athletic and um now is Jay there he is yeah so we're in this swanky like (laughs) bougie like hotel um just bar area and he's dressed really nice he smells really nice and I'm dressed in this like tight red dress and um he walks over he you know gives me a hug he kisses me on the lips and you know jay is like sitting in the chair next to me and this is like his first experience he almost is like oh my word like he just kissed my woman like he's getting a little like jealousy a little angry he's like he's like but i asked for this like so you can he leading up to this like these moments he has so many mixed emotions Mm -hmm. like he's like torn between like should I like it should I not like it I like it but I don't know why I like it and it's just like creating so much um emotions for him it's like so high so when we finally get there and he sees it he's just like oh my word did I make the right decision like I like this but (laughs) (laughs) and so he ends up Jay ends up going to the bathroom and um this guy buys us drinks and he comes down and sits next to me and he listened very well. And Jay always sets it up. He feeds them exactly what they need to do. She wants you to touch her, sit close to her, be affectionate, look at her, speak to her. Like, don't worry about like affecting anybody. Um, Be very sensual, like all of these things, even like to the point where he's like, Hey, when you, initially penetrate her go incredibly slow like you're teasing her so much like almost to the point where she's gonna beg you to put it in and uh and he just feeds them exactly what they need to do and so he listened incredibly well and so our first time was um great we always meet kind of like in a more like social situation because if it doesn't go good you want to be able to like bail. Yeah, <laughs> I just wonder like... if I was sitting close in that bar only because I do my show. I'm sure if I was sitting across the bar, I'd be like, I know exactly what's going on over there. She's with that guy, and now this other guy comes in, and now they're making out, and he's with them. Like they're going to do a threesome. Like I would just, you know, yes, it's probably obvious, yes. right? <laughs> I think so. I mean, it's not like a super packed bar. I feel like the couple across the way. I feel like. We have actually seen that in Vegas. Yeah. Um, we were at a swanky restaurant and the couple in front of us, they had their backs to us. And mm-hmm. it was a, a black man and a white female older. And she had the queen of spades tattooed on her shoulder. Oh, so we all know what that means. Well, we know what that <laughs> means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay was just like, he could not get over himself. He's like, oh my word. Like, this is it. Like, this is going on right in front of us. And I was like, oh, it was too funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, so now this guy's there. You guys are still at the bar, correct? Your guy had gone to the bathroom. And then do you guys wind up going up to your room? Yeah, so I feel like there was a very quick interaction and it was so good. I yeah. mean, we like kissed down there and he had his hand on my leg. And, you know, Jay is sitting um, in the chair kind of off to the side. He's like at the same table as us, but it's like a lounge area. 
and he's just, you know, having regular conversation. We usually always talk about, you know, um, his lifestyle history, how long have you been in it, you know, what got you into it. They always have interesting stories, you know. I think he was a younger guy when he was, like, in his early 20s and met a couple at the bar. And the couple actually um, propositioned him, was like, hey, like, I, I want you to fuck my wife. Oh, like, who, this guy, this bull, that's yeah, how he got guy. into it? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and so he was telling us that story, and, you know, he's been in it for almost 18 years. You know, he's been doing it a long time, and I was like, well, he has experience. You know, he's doing all the right things. And so we moved it up to the bedroom very quickly, and, yeah, it was incredibly hot. I, I still remember some of the video that we took of just him taking my clothes off and, um me giving him head for the first time and you know jay is recording everything and we had such a nice hotel room and yeah we had good sex um but again it was tough um for some reason i remember his skin was like super dry (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) and it's such a weird thing because afterwards i had this like amazing picture that i've tried to recreate before where um the two men are like laying on the headboard um after sex Uh and you can see my legs between them i'm kind of facing away from them and i'm like the queen i've like conquered all (laughs) and i just i love this picture so much because i was like this is my first moment like i get to have two of you yeah two hands you know two pairs of hands and you know i just enjoyed the um like the what do you yeah the attention and just like all of the love that it created and it was so slow and sensual and yeah it was one of the best experiences that we had which which is funny because we went back and tried it again with him mm-hmm. and um he I remember him kissing me at the bar um and I was so turned off by his kisses we didn't even go back <laughs> really you kissed him the first time right what happened the second time Maybe my standards have changed. I don't know. Maybe he like shaved differently or yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. his lips were just really dry. I was I was like, no, thank you. I don't even want to do this. <laughs> but wait a second. So go back to that experience. So it is because, listen, everyone sort of sets it up differently. In your guy's situation, you're not just having sex with the guy. Your guy, Jay, is the bull that mm-hmm. also gets involved, correct? Like he's not just watching. He's also, you get to do with them both at the same time. I would say yes. Most of the time he's always been involved um, and I would prefer it that way. We prefer to have somebody that is bi-friendly, somebody that's okay with like male-on-male contact if it happens, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. Um, but not everybody is okay with that. And so we have to respect boundaries. um, And so it doesn't always happen that way. But most of the time, most men are okay as long as there's no male-on-male contact. Um, And it's been such a, an interesting experience because we've had all spans of it, you know, where we can be very friendly and then and we have to be more cautious. Now, but I this forget. time, I, yeah, go on. No, you go on. This time, I feel like he was very open, um, and he we there was never like a weird time where it was like, ah, don't do that. Um, but <laughs> it's always been incredibly sexy, and uh, yeah, very long play sessions. I feel like they go for like three, four hours, and we do all the things. And now I forget, is Jay bi friendly or open to more than just crossing swords? Is he a cleanup guy? Tell me that that information. I forget from his episode. Yes, he is he is very bi friendly. Yeah. And um 
uh, he's okay. He loves the cleanup. Although he mentions to me that he he's like he says the words like I want to clean you up, and then I'm like, well, did you taste the cum? And he's like, he's actually really grossed out by that. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I mean, if it happens, it happens. It's like I want it to, but I don't want it to. <laughs> It's more of like the act of reclaiming than it is about like actually tasting cum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, he loves the cleanup, and I love the cleanup. I think that's the one of the most important parts for me being the hot wife because at times it can feel like it's pulling from our relationship, and it's like now I almost like I'm look want to look over at him and be like, do you still love me? Like, is this still like good for us? Like, I feel like maybe there's gonna be a moment. Where he's just like, oh man, I made a bad mistake and this is not what I wanted. And now I don't want you because you're sleeping with all these guys. And That's interesting. You know, so so I, you still feel that way every now and then? Yeah, I do. I feel that way um, every time. I, I need the reclaiming part of it more than maybe he does. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to feel that, feel that love for him in that way. And like the buildup is for him. I don't feel like the buildup besides getting more physical affection that week is really that great. Um, but the reclaiming part is the number one thing that I need. I need to know that you love me, that you want me, that we still have what we still had before and nothing has changed. It's just gotten stronger. Right. And that's what you do feel every time. It was weird. You know, I had a woman on who was uh, Gangbang Betty is her name. And she had called in the first time she was married and she was doing gangbangs a lot. And her guy was a, a, a big cock. She all he loved, nothing more than to see her with other guys. And, you know, recently they ended things and she's called in many times. And what was interesting is she told me what eventually happened for her as a hot wife is she felt like she was just performing for him. And wasn't getting out as much and was doing it more. It was more about, you know, and then and I'm like, oh, I had never heard that. And I, you never think that that would happen or that would be a thing. You know, what I mean, that's why I asked, like, is it a lot for you? You know, because like you don't ever want to get to that point where you're like, oh, just doing it for somebody else. You know, you want to make sure you're doing it for yourself, too. Yeah, I do. I do kind of feel like her in some ways it is a performance and. Um, you know, I truly love to turn other people on. It's if they're uh, turned on, then I'm turned on. And yeah, yeah. so it doesn't really matter what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that attention. And I feel like the guy that we play with consistently now does that really, really well. Like he always leads up, sends me texts in the middle of the week. Hey, sexy, I was thinking about you. Like, he's like, when can we fuck again? Like, that's the first time we've ever had anybody that's given me that attention consistently usually it's just like oh, set it up you know okay we're here and then maybe they turn it on then yeah but that you know added attention that texting the hey I'm thinking about you and um and I also think like the cuddles afterwards are super important even with the person um you know that's the bull like I enjoy that part of it as well the sensual the the light touches the the afterglow <laughs> if you call it yeah you know the pillow talk, which was really nice this time because, um, you know, Jay wasn't there. And so we did get kind of have the last couple of times we played, um, 
we have the baby at home and so we have to like rush out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh great. And you know, Jay is like packing up the bag <laughs> and like laying in the bed. He's like, yo, we gotta go. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so this time was really nice that we just got to kind of like lay and you know talk about whatever and you know just chill and have that physical affection time. And now were you nervous? Because this was the first time that you were going to play solo. I mean, had you guys discussed this a lot? Like why make that leap? now so I've been asking him I feel like Jay has maybe not been as vocal about what he was excited about and we had played with this guy probably two three times um recently and it just seemed like it the fireworks weren't there for him as much for Jay like he wasn't like excited about it in the same kind of way and he wasn't being as vocal and he wasn't asking for it again and so I was like you know, what are we doing differently during these sessions that maybe are just like not turning you on as much? And so I was kind of asking him, I'm like, how can we make this better for you? Like, what do you want to see? And so he, he was the one that made the suggestion. He's like, I think it would be better if I wasn't there. Interesting. Yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, I definitely love having him there because I love looking over and having like that, he hates the word cuckle, and that's not really what we do. But in my mind, sometimes I like watching cuckle porn. So a couple of play sessions ago, I asked him, I was like, can you keep your clothes on? Like, I think it would be really hot <laughs> if you're like the true cuckle with like fully dressed and you just have like your dick in your hands um, watching us. And, uh, and so I asked for that, and he really doesn't like that. And so he prefers to be like the stag. And so we were trying different things out. And So this was just a way of trying to like amp it up for him. I think he gets to imagine what will happen and what happens in his head while we're there. And he gets to be at home and just like self-pleasuring and kind of like going through all of our old porn and, you know, edging and edging and edging (laughs) Um, to the point where he's just like, I don't think I can edge anymore. (laughs) So it was, yeah, I think this is the best time that we've had for him. Right. So you will be, do you think you'll continue to do the solo stuff now and now that you guys tried it that one time for sure? Yeah, I think so. It seems like Jay really liked it. And um, I was probably the closest to having an orgasm um, that I have. So I think on both ends, it was better than usual. Right. So you could, because you could get out of your head. Now that first time you said, you know, you're in Vegas and you, your guy's filming. Now at that point, I'm assuming you didn't have an OnlyFans or anything like that. Was he just filming for your guys pleasure to watch afterwards or had you already set up the OnlyFans? No, we were just filming just so that we have our own, you know, porn to watch. And he always goes back through yeah. Um, when he plays and by himself and he just loves to watch our he just goes through video after video after video, like looping them all back together. He just kind of gets in his own. So your guys were taping. Like, when did he, like, who came up with the thing of, like, let's put this stuff out there and go on OnlyFans and let people, you know, see what we've been watching and doing? Yeah. So we were in Florida with a, a friend group of mine, and I think it came up in conversation. And I want to say, like, more than... 60% of the room was like, yeah, I have Nolly fans. Yeah, I have Nolly fans. Oh, like, millennials, or what, I don't know what your generation is called, but how old are you? You're young, right? 
Well, I am going to be um, 35 for the third time. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I get it. <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Um, and so I want to say our friend range, you know, late 20s to, you know, mid to late 30s. We're probably the older people in the group. Um, and so everybody was doing it. I mean, yeah. And I'm just going to say something. I'm cutting you off just because I just want to say something. I had sure. somebody recently that was like, ah, oh, what's with these OnlyFans people? Like, why can't you just get back on the regular people that are doing it for fun? You know, and I'm just like, I had so much to say back to this person. I'm like, listen, first of all, I do have tons of regular people that I have on that don't have OnlyFans. But uh, uh, the other thing is, is that nowadays, like, like you just said, like uh, more than half of your friends have one. I mean, it's just a thing that people do. Everyone has a fucking OnlyFans. Like, but you were taping before. It doesn't mean that you're just doing it for that because you guys were living this lifestyle and doing all this stuff before OnlyFans. You're not just doing it for that. Now you are putting it on there and more people could watch and maybe that's a part of the turn on too, right? But you were doing this before you had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It was something just for us. Yeah. And so you're tell your friend like your friends are all talking that they're on it. And so that's when mm-hmm. you decided. Yeah, because we already had a lot of content. Um, and so we were like, Yeah, let's just make it happen. And um he really was the driver behind it. You know, I was not super into being in like another social media platform, if you call it that. Um, and posting and being creative and uh, I would <laughs> come in <laughs> it is yeah. and so I was like when it stops becoming fun and you don't like want to do it anymore then it'll just fizzle out and so we just set a small goal and we were like when we make it you know then we'll reevaluate if we want to be here and you know we've had such an outflowing love during my pregnancy um, that that's really why I kept doing it I probably did more during my pregnancy than I did before you know, um, taking pictures of myself and buying lingerie and being creative. And, you know, it's just amazing to look back at all of that video and footage that we did. And it's only for us now, you know, we can't really do much with it and share it with like the regular, like my parents, you know, and (laughs) things like that. Um, but it was so sexy. Like I have never felt sexier than when I was pregnant. And now, did you tell your friends, since your friends are super open and you all do, do all your friends know that this is a part of your life? Yeah, I would say it's hard because I forget who I tell and who I don't. So sometimes, yeah. like, I casually <laughs> mention it and yeah. and they'll be like, wait, you have an OnlyFans? I'm like, oh, shit, I should have said that. Because <laughs> um, I do just have, you know, two female close friends that um, one of them, she is really big on OnlyFans. Um, and, uh, she's been in it much longer and made a whole lot more money than I have. And, uh, so she's one that I'll come to and ask questions and, you know, she'll give me advice on that. So she's kind of the, the one I go to the most. And, um, I feel like there's been a few people that have come into our life that we found out they had only fans. And so they know about it. That's in our friend circle, but we try to keep it a little bit hush hush. I think Jay has accidentally mentioned it, um, to his friends a couple of times, um, but they think it's just, you know, just me and him having sex. Oh, they don't know that about the other stuff. Now, do you show your faces on there? Or are you anonymous? Why don't you give a shout out? First of all, I will definitely put links to your OnlyFans in the description. I'll also give that shout out in the intro, but because we haven't mentioned it yet, give your stuff right now, just so that maybe people will Google you while we're talking. <laughs> but what's your, what yeah. is your OnlyFans? Yeah, it's at Sheila Exposure. Now, are you anonymous on there or do people see your face? 
we show our face. And at first we were not going to, um, and we had our faces on Cassidy and somebody made a good point. They're like, well, people are like paying for your OnlyFans, but you're putting it for free on Cassidy. Like this doesn't make any sense. And so we were like, you know what? It's a small group of people, you know, and we blocked, we market on Twitter and Instagram. And so we would block the people that we would know or that would know us and we wouldn't market to our local area. Um, uh-huh. So just kind of like weeding out a lot of that um, conflict of interest. And so, you know, it's not a ton of people, you know, I feel like, and I feel like my face is like my moneymaker besides my ass. Right. I have a nice face, nice smile. I was like, I just don't think it would be the same without it. I do remember you bring up your ass. I mean, I do remember that your guy talked about getting you to orgasm through penetration as well as turning you on to anal, correct? Is that what happened with him? <laughs> I have always loved anal. I oh, think it's probably one of my kinks. I would say, so not anal sex yeah. because I feel like, yes, he is the first person that I've successfully done that with. Okay. And he's on the larger side. And so he had to be very, very patient. Yeah. Um, And it's definitely not something that we do very often, but in my head, I love talking about it. Like I want everything, like just use your words and describe it. We don't even have to do it. I just want you to like describe what you would be doing to it or how you want to do it. You know, um, and I do think that the easiest way to make become is like having vaginal penetration and then, you know, having um, some kind of anal play during that, whether it be just a finger. Um, most of the time it is because it's most easily accessible and you don't have to get a toy or anything like that. And that's how I usually climax um, in doggy style with both. And I would love to DP like have DP. Uh-huh. And I feel like the few times that we've tried it it's it's more tricky than you think uh, <laughs> yeah I think so because I've asked people like can you just like actually tell me like the positioning that you're in that it works you know because sometimes I'm like how does it work right yeah usually there's a guy on bottom and yeah. he has his legs straight out and then I'm straddling him on top and then the other guy that's the hardest position is the guy the third on top right yeah he's trying to hit like a moving target and, and his legs have to be over everybody else's, <laughs> correct? Because, like, you guys yeah, are so under there, yeah. He's, like, squatting and straddling in this weird, awkward angle while he's trying to aim in a small hole. It just seems <laughs> complicated. So you have, you've tried, though, and it hasn't worked out. So we probably have not successfully done DP yeah. um, in, uh, you know, a male-female male. He has been able to, like, play with my ass. Yeah. Um, in that sense, which I love, um, and that's probably all that I need, but it is a dream one day. I always think like it has to be like a very small white guy or something. Cause I feel like black guys just don't come in that size. Yeah. I mean, it is true, <laughs> right? I mean, BBC, right? I mean, is that just a true fact as someone yeah, that only I've, dates black guys? It's hard because I haven't really seen, um, a lot of white dicks, uh-huh. so I haven't seen a ton of small dicks. I feel like the smallest was a guy that was white and black, uh-huh. and he was definitely on the smaller side. Um, but yeah, I would say in general, when we go to like these, uh, what do you call them? Like the swingers resorts, mm-hmm. uh, and everybody's just kind of like butt naked. <laughs> I feel like that's the time you get to like see comparison, but not everybody's always hard. 
So definitely when I look at those places, he's definitely on the bigger side. So what do you guys do when you go to the swingers resorts? Do you guys like the same stuff? Like you look for guys to hook up with there? I mean, because I do know that you typically like to make a connection first. Yeah. So when we went, um, it was just the energy. You know, we saw maybe a couple couples or a guy that was in a couple um, and sometimes they do play solo. Yeah. Um, so you never, you never know until like you have that conversation with them. And really it's just like the imagination, you know, it's the sexual energy, you know, you're at the pool and there's a black guy over there getting his dick sucked by three other women. And, you know, I just enjoy watching and it was like, it turns me on to be able to see incredibly a few sexy people. Most of the time at these places, it's a, um, a variety yeah, of yeah, shapes yeah. and sizes. Uh-huh. Um, but the few people that you do, you like play it up in your head. You know, you go back to the room and you're like, oh, maybe we'll run into them. And, like maybe we'll have a conversation. And, and then nothing happens, but like it was still really hot and it builds like that chemistry between you and your man. Right. So it's a matter of you guys being voyeurs. Are you into being watched? I mean, do you have any kind of exhibitionist in in you? It doesn't sound like it. No, I don't think so. I think it's just, yeah, I think because I don't orgasm from that, that's yeah. not my go-to. I do enjoy performing. Like if people are watching and somebody's looking at me and they're like, damn, you look sexy. I enjoy that um, attention. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's not my go-to. Right. So it's not like going on OnlyFans is hot for you because you're like, oh, all these guys are seeing me like fuck. And when you're filming like that gets you off. I mean, because I feel like an exhibitionist totally would. That would be a big part of it for them. Yeah, no, I do enjoy like when OnlyFans like send me a message and they ask me for a specific kind of video. They're like, I want this specifically. And you sometimes they're just simple, you know, like I want you to ride him and make eye contact with him and be very sensual and then look at the camera and speak to me and say these words. Um, So I enjoy doing that specifically for them because I like to fill up their cup and it's easy to do. Yeah, that's your thing. You really, like you said it numerous times, you know, even with your guy, you know, it would be no different with anyone else. I mean, you really like that validation that you're turning someone on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the little exhibition in you hasn't woken up to realize that when they're watching you, that's what's fucking happening. You just you just need to hear them moaning or complimenting you. <laughs> so, you know, I do. It's a verbal an auditory thing that I need. Yeah. Everybody has their love language. I mean, that's definitely yours. And it's funny because, you know, he would be your guy, Jay. I mean, it is great that you have him because he coaches these guys for you. I mean, because he is the perfect bull for you. He happens to be your guy, too. But the way he rolls is the way you want a guy to be that's probably why you do say like you had the best sex with him right why he was such a good bow because he's a great lover he gives you all that kind of stuff correct yeah I mean he's been the only lover that's like really listened to everything and I don't have to say it over and over you know like sometimes in a relationship you you say it over and over and, and they like they don't quite hit the mark and you feel like you're just having to repeat yourself and then nothing ever changes and you just kind of get frustrated and then a year later, you're just having bad sex, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. But you feel like he really listens and is in tune. Yeah, absolutely. He does all of the things every time. It's almost too perfect. But, yeah, I told him the last time we had sex, I was like, it was 10 out of 10. Which, after <laughs> you have a baby, like, I feel like so many things change. And, yeah. you know, you have to get back to yourself and figure out what works again. And uh, finally, everything's back to normal. And I was like, yes, this is working again. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> 
do you get into seeing him with other guys? Like, do you are you into that at all? Seeing who with other guys? Your guy. Does he ever do any kind of guy on guy action? And if so, do are you into it? I know he does the cleaning up a little bit. I mean, does he do? Does he ever do any oral or anything like that with a guy? He will do that for me. Yeah. Um, I have a, a a huge kink that we've never played into where I would love to see him penetrate another guy. Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. It's, I think, again, it just plays into the anal kink that I like. It doesn't matter if it's mine or his or, like, anything. Like, I just love to hear about it and see it yeah. up close uh-huh. and watch it on porn. And so that's my ultimate um thing that I would love to have happen and I don't know if it will I feel like we've kind of toyed around with that idea but it's hard to find the specific person that we need because you know he would prefer somebody that's more soft uh-huh. <laughs> um, more womanly I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. in a way to make it easier at least to ask and I find the men that are more athletic build to be attractive. And so it's like we want it to be a three-way share. Yeah. Um, but to find that mix and also to find the right type of guy that um, is open to that um, is hard to find. I think it's just tough to find the specific – even to find more bulls, it's hard to find. Right. He would be the one doing a guy and you would be able to watch it. But you wouldn't and you would yeah. never. I mean, a girl, another girl, that kind of situation is completely off the table. That hasn't changed. Correct. Never really been interested. I find women to be very attractive uh-huh. and I am very sensual with women. But when it comes to like having sex, it just I don't know. It's just never been a huge desire. I'll kiss a girl. We can like and I find them to be more sensual genuinely like naturally it comes from them so we'll dance and we'll you know be very close and maybe act like we want to but um I have never crossed that boat and it's never been a desire right and he you're still and you wouldn't want to ever see him with anyone but you would maybe like to see him with a guy penetrating a guy yeah yeah I've actually only curiosity like because I see that he gets so turned on by it so I asked him to send me an old video of him and somebody that he used to play with who was married. Uh-huh. Um, and I I was like thinking about, I was like, oh, should I do this? And so I thought hard and deep and I was like, this is going to spring up some like serious emotions. And it's like somebody from like five years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I had him send it to me and uh, it's, you know, uh, it's really very basic. Like I feel like it was you know, on the floor with like a a tiny mattress, (laughs) but watching him be very like sensual, like in kissing and like seeing her face and how much she enjoyed it. I personally would have so many control. I'd be like, okay, so no kissing. Okay. So she can't orgasm. And I was like, this is just not going to (laughs) work. But were you turned on by seeing it? I can see how the jealousy can spark um, that intense desire to like be with your mate. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you watch yeah. the video. I'm just saying when you actually watched mm-hmm. it and you were seeing him yeah. do that and everything, were you horny in the slightest for it or zero? Zero. Right. It just made me want to like reclaim him. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. you're mine. I want you. Yeah, no, I think that that was, I think it was ballsy of you to try it and go there. I mean, that just confirmed that that is very much not for you, right? For sure, because you weren't into it at all when you saw it. And you realized, like, you would have too much, like, imagine that in real life if you didn't like that from a girl from five years ago. You know what I mean? 
yeah, it would be very, very intense. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, like you tried it and like, listen, I, like I said, I remember Jay saying, I mean, he's completely fulfilled the way it is now. He loves this kind of setup. You know, that's what's always most important. You will get comments on YouTube about people saying like, oh, like, fuck her. She's so unfair. She gets to, you know, now you're even going on solo dates with guys and your guys at home. But he's at home jerking off, having the time of his life. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Exactly. Yeah. And the bulls that I play with, I always ask to I'm like, what's the percentage that you play solo? Yeah. Like most of the time I play solo. Like if the partner wants to be there, I'm fine with that. But most of the time it's, they're not there. And I was surprised by that. Um, Cause you think of that, you know, cuckle situation as the most common. Um, but I think this bag situation happens more and they're just more quiet about it. Yeah, that is, I remember now you just reminded me, but you said this before, like your guy really didn't want to use that word cock. Like he's no fucking cock. Okay. He's, yep. <laughs> he's the he's stag. Alpha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely <laughs> an alpha, but he's definitely getting a lot out of it. I remember him also saying that like, you know, he felt like he had done so much work as the bull. Like there's kind of like, he doesn't have to do as much work now. <laughs> it's true you don't have to show up and perform and make sure you know you're giving them the girlfriend experience and giving all this energy out you know he just gets to have his woman again yeah and you're the younger one in the relationship right how much older is he than you a couple years yeah so you're doing all the work Sheila now my guys are gonna love you give your shout out again to all of your stuff yep you can find us on OnlyFans or at Sheila Exposure so I will give, do you have like a link tree or is it like a place where all of that is in one place? There is a link tree I can share with you. Okay, cool. Give me that so people can find you there. Now, send me some pics for my Patreon. My pics for my Patreon are just like R-rated for those people. But I have now a Discord channel that you could go on to and you could have access for that. I'll send you access for it for free. You don't have to sign up for my Patreon, but you could go there and put like a teaser or something more hardcore stuff over there and promote to whoever you want. To my um, Patreon members, I have almost a thousand people over there. So you definitely want to go do that as well. I don't get involved in that. The like the X rated stuff and the discord that's like just for my audience. But I allow people now to go on there and do the more hardcore stuff. And for somebody like you, it's good because you get to promote yourself there as well. So I will send you that link when your episode is up so you could do that. But if you could send me like a pick or two for my Patreon members, nothing X rated for that. That I just do like R rated. So it could be like hot pictures, but no, you know, X rated stuff. Okay, sounds good. All right, awesome. Thank you so much for calling in, Sheila, and giving your side of the story. I feel like it's always such a different episode when I get uh, these kinds of situations from each person. You know, you gave a very different perspective of it. So now we have the whole story. I really recommend people going and listening to your guy's episode first, too, because his backstory is great. That's 560. I'll uh, put that in the description so people could go and listen to him. But thanks so much for calling in and giving your side, Sheila. Congrats on your baby. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks, Sheila. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube 
as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.